Hey, everybody. Boo. Boo, bitch. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's Jamal. Hi, Stoney's here. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast in the world. We are back, back, back again to bring you some more Rue content, and we're going to recap episode five for you. Yes, all the razzmatazz, folio as. We are here. <laughs> yes, this is a, another controversial week in RuPaul's Drag Race land, but before we get into that, I just want to check up on Stoney and Jamal. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Um, I've finished Tiger King. I think she totally fed her husband to those those cats. He probably deserved it. I, yeah. I haven't watched the show, but I'm just going to guess that he probably deserved it because men are trash. Um, probably, and totes agree. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV, so <laughs> that was one show Stoney and I watched together. Uh, we started Self Made on Netflix. That's pretty cool and lots of um hgtv catching up type things so that's been making me happy this week and that's basically all i did besides work (laughs) (laughs) how did um the trail look this week man i'm telling you like i keep saying the real housewives on twitter because it's just always like a bunch of ladies gathered together with like coffee mugs that probably have booze in them (laughs) yeah And they're just like all laughing and getting their life outside, but they're breaking the rule of, first of all, they're not at least six feet apart from each other. And there's like been at least five to six of them that I've seen a handful of times. Uh Uh-oh. They've been recognized. (laughs) They've been recognized, but we're not trying to get paranoid over here, but I'm like, y'all, come on now. And we actually found out that a northern part of our trail was closed because people just aren't listening. Oh, wow. They're feeling real brave with their, I want to speak to the manager haircuts. They are. Oh my gosh, they are. I mean, I've been trying to like, I have been going on out on the trail and biking, but I've been trying to go like in the early morning. Yeah. Like when it's like less populated. So it's just like you're kind of going by a few people Mm -hmm. now and then. Like the problem is... Um, it just gets so crowded like in the Broad Ripple area and it's like it's not really it doesn't seem like a good idea that everyone's just like walking like in I don't know like packs of people at this point so yeah and usually it's not that bad but now everybody's being told to stay home so everybody wants to be outside we totally get it but yeah try to go earlier or later like Stoney's doing I guess because my ass isn't out there but he is it like turns into like a video game basically where Stoney is like playing Escape from COVID nineteen <laughs> <laughs> and like he has to weave around like all these people, like not social distancing. It's like <laughs> Escape from COVID nineteen mountain or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna set the trail on fire between our um our house and the trail. <laughs> Jamal just like write stay home and gasoline and lights it on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that instead. <laughs> Uh-oh. And you know all the hairspray will just light up on these housewives' heads. <laughs> Bye, Becky. <laughs> Becky with the gross hair. Turn around or fry. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jamal like starts the purge in the on the trail in the backyard. <laughs> Don't give me any more ideas. Wow, I, I feel like I'm like complicit in this crime already. I better change the subject. <laughs> what about you, Stoney? Is there anything else going on in your world? Well, I was on vacation this week, actually. So it was really nice time where I got to like work on a bunch of different projects and all that. So um, I, I don't know. I painted the stairwell. Um, I hung up a TV downstairs for my little workout room. Yes. Um, we finished our room. We moved it from upstairs yeah. to downstairs. And I like picked up the yard, like the sticks from the winter and all that. So yeah, I was like very productive. Isn't that Reynolds' job? Is he slacking on his chores? He is. I asked him every week, like, yo, you didn't take out the trash. You're not picking up these sticks. What's going on? He's like, you're not my real dad. You never will be. He doesn't Basically. He doesn't care about getting his allowance anymore, I guess. Yeah. Um, now that dad's home all the time, he can just get treats all day. <laughs> I know. He's so spoiled. <laughs> um. One other thing of important news was I also started Animal Crossing and (laughs) I created my island name and the island name is TFC Pod Island. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Sounds hella shady. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still like trying to figure out how to play this damn game, but maybe I'll give Seth or tell him to put in our show notes the Dodo code so you can like visit the TFC Pod Island. A what code? It's called like a dodo code. Yeah. So basically you need like a code to visit other people's islands. Ooh, password. So I might give our listeners the TFC pod island code and they come like destroy my island. That's fun. (laughs) Oh God. I'm going to name my island like roadkill island. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all better watch out because on my island we run all the animals over. (laughs) No. I was going to name my island Shanji was robbed, but I decided against that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is getting crazy, you guys. Because I did name my character Trixie, too, by the way. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Is it a pink island? <laughs> I, well, so here's what happened. I started chopping down all the trees, and then I realized they don't grow back. Oh my God, Stoney. Wow, deforestation. Way to yeah. go, RuPaul. Yeah, so next I'm going to start fracking my island soon. <laughs> oh, shit. Watch out, honeybee. <laughs> but yeah, I'll um I'll give you the code or whatever, Seth, so you can like put it in the show notes or something. All right, yeah, take a look down in there. Yeah, over here in uh, Portland, things are pretty uneventful. All I do is go to work, fear for my life, and then come back home. <laughs> um, I uh, I've decided to sort of like make a compromise since my work is not closing, <laughs> huh. and um, I decided to take. I, well, I didn't go to work on Monday, and I'm not. I didn't go to work on Friday, and I'm not going on Monday. So. Bye. I worked like like a longer day Tuesday through Thursday, so I'm still getting like most of my paycheck, but okay. then like I can kind of be quarantined longer over the weekend and stay safer. Yeah, I think that's a good adjustment, especially if you're expected to show up still. Right. And they are 
talking about work from home, so it seems like that's becoming more of an option for us. They we well they sent out contracts and I signed that shit, so I better be at home soon. <laughs> Look, but read. Uh, <laughs> you better read. <laughs> yeah, apparently they're sending people at home like in waves because like I guess they don't want to overwhelm like IT with like setup issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so a couple people did take their computers home with them on Friday or Thursday. So maybe more people did on Friday. So maybe when I go back Tuesday, I can just take my computer home at the end of the day and be happy. That would <laughs> be good news. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm really hoping so, but it's going to be like really difficult to get a tower and two monitors home with like no car. So LOL to me. <laughs> oh no. Can you just do it all on the laptop or do they have a portable monitor? They're not giving us laptops because <laughs> um, they're oh. just like they're like they're like just take your computer home. They're like take the desktop home. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so here's an idea. Maybe ask HR if they can comp a Lyft or Uber ride. I was thinking about asking that, but I was like because I don't know if I'm asking too much. You can't haul that on a bus. Like, they have to work with you. Yeah, or somebody no can way. offer a ride or something. Yeah. I mean, are they, like, really big? Like, it's is it a big desktop? Or is it something you could, like, put in a backpack easily? Um, no, the tower itself is fairly small. It's not, like, one of those, like, huge towers you think of. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the main part would be carrying the two monitors i think just because those yeah. are i mean they're not yeah. huge but it's just like awkward to carry <laughs> i agree i could totally see that but um but yeah i don't know we'll see hopefully if it happens i can just like maybe get an uber home and hopefully they'll pay for it <laughs> well hey beggars can't be choosers so as long as they work with getting that computer to your apartment then we are yeah. all good exactly that would make me really happy <laughs> to be able to just stay home so <laughs> We'll see. But um, other than that, there's really not too much to update you guys on. Yeah, I didn't watch the Tiger King or play Animal Crossing, so (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess we're done. We're trying to stay as busy and creative as we can around here while we're locked up. I've I've been working from home for three weeks now, so like trying to do stuff for the podcast of course but this was definitely like my tv week (laughs) yeah i've been like trying to cram like all my quarantine into like the last one full day that i've been home (laughs) Uh. so i've already like started a fire in the corner and like designated a pee (laughs) corner and stuff like that just to like really catch up to the curve (laughs) there you go (laughs) and on that note i think we're ready to get into the oddest spill of the week (laughs) let's do it Uh, hey everyone welcome back to the honest tea spill of the week we are of course back 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 again to recap and break down everything that is episode five rupaul's drag race season 12 yay episode five we're just chugging along i'm like shocked that we're on episode five already yeah the season's really flying by It always feels like it moves super fast once we're a few episodes in at least, but this season especially because we had the two premieres and now we're just kind of rolling along with the regular episodes. Yeah, this was a pretty good episode too. Like, you know, we have the acting challenge. I've never watched Grey's Anatomy, so like I probably didn't, it probably would have been more funny if I would have known what the show was about and who the people are. 
But sure. um, I guess we'll get there later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but also before we get too far into the show, we just kind of want to remind you guys, please follow and like us on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want Facebook, but you don't have to there. But you can also follow us online, www.thanksforcomingpodcast.com. And there you'll be able to find our links to all of our social medias, all of the various platforms that you can listen to our podcast on. And yes. it's a really easy link to send to all your friends because we're really trying to build our audience. We've been doing this for a few years now. We're feeling our oats and we're ready to have more people in the family. Yes, come join the party, Queens. We'd love to have you. Yes. All right. Obligatory plug over. Also, just, you know, kind of because we didn't say it last time um you know in this episode um things about sherry pie will be discussed so just sort of a trigger warning to all of our listeners that's sort of a thing throughout the episode or for throughout the season that we're gonna have to remember um i would like to try and be more cognizant to say it every podcast so if um if anything happened last episode or last podcast that um was triggering apologize and hopefully going forward we can keep you guys in mind a little bit better well said all right so at the top of the show rock insecura was eliminated and everyone was really affected by her elimination even the queens who you know just just seemed really over emotional about hearing her crying after her elimination yeah that seemed uh i've been seeing this online and of course i think we touched on it but she basically she cried from the moment she left all the way off the lot right and they could just hear it the whole time yeah they even put it that shadily in the recap of her like moaning and wailing (laughs) (laughs) yeah they did i mean she was on the struggle bus for sure but at least she's passionate (laughs) moaning myrtle (laughs) the editors are really on one this season like with all the sipping sounds and untucked too oh i know they're just they're being real extra which but i appreciate it but yeah this elimination really hit the queens because that emotion is you know funny as it is now we could all laugh at it but you know that was just they could feel how much she wanted to be there and how much she was not ready to leave so that was just a nice reality check for everyone Yeah, and I saw somewhere there was a story about how, like, when she got back home, she didn't even, wasn't performing shows or anything like that either. So I think it really affected Rock a lot and her confidence. Oh, yeah. She just needed a little reset moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But, um... Yeah, they're, uh, you know, bleed over from last week's episode of them criticizing Aiden. Uh, She thinks that they liked her referee look, but wanted more from it. And I think she's in denial because that was not cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I I want to um, support Aiden, but that was not the way to go with that argument. Say your first two looks were strong. And they wanted more. Don't don't try to rely on that last look because that wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, the last look was not good. So she just needs to stop trying to make it happen. I saw where she like redid it or something on Instagram and it was not really any better. So It was still hot glue and a corset, <laughs> says. Sorry. Yeah, it was a little better. But I mean... We're just at a point where we're on season 12. They're really like throwing these girls down the gauntlet. You know, we're seeing lots of difficult challenges right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to diminish Aiden's like drag because I'm sure like, you know, at home in a bar or like if she goes tours around bars and stuff like that, she'll be doing well and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the looks really haven't been there. And 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'll be, I mean, I might be praising her later in the episode for this challenge, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel bad all the hate she gets, but at the same time, I am frustrated with what she's showing us. I guess I, I definitely see where you're coming from. I feel the same way at moments, but like I see her trying to push herself and I definitely see all of the criticism coming towards her, but she's kind of got to let the defense down and just kind of own up to, okay, I am actively working to better this instead of just kind of going back in that corner and the claws come out, like just own up that, Hey, I'm just a queen that's growing too. And the judges just happen to like me. Sorry. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't, there's things that Aiden has done. I think she does interesting things with her looks. However, a lot of them are very samey flat. She does have like interesting twist on, a lot of her looks that she does, which I do like, but it's not very polished. And a lot of times it's like the same look just with like an added accessory. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We can, we can get into that a little bit more in our untucked talk, but yeah, just to kind of wrap up what had happened uh, the next day in the workroom, they're all around the table discussing which one of them is trade and miss, essence of beauty thinks that she's the one. Oh, listen i just this confidence cracks me up because it's not i thought it came off in a way that was still like really cute and innocent but it was still that kind of underlying i know i'm the sexiest one here bitch because <laughs> that's an attitude i can carry but i don't do it in a way that's obnoxious or flashy it's just kind of owning it, right? I thought they were just owning it because Jada is cute out of drag. Yeah, she is. I didn't think it came off cocky at all. It was kind of just funny and playful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that was just a fun moment, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, we get into the mini challenge, which I guess is basically just them picking pills out of the <laughs> bottle to see who gets the pink pill by Nicki Minaj. It's the lottery, girl. May the odds be ever in your favor. Do you guys remember that, the pink pill? That, like that little portable speaker back in the day that Nicki Minaj was talking. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. the little speaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was like a whole thing. Those like pill uh, things or whatever. The yeah. speakers. Pills and potions. <laughs> and of course hers was pink because she had the pink print. Uh-huh. Pink everything. Yes. Yeah, so in this challenge, it was very difficult, but the winners were Nikki Doll and Gigi Good. Uh, anyways, Nikki and Gigi picked the pink pills, which allow them to be the casting directors. I bet Allison Mossy was so bummed. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, in, in reality, I thought it was kind of interesting that those were the two that came up with the pink pills because they're both like the pretty like look queens yeah the way that worked out was interesting i think that i think it was a good mix though because i feel like um Gigi might kind of have more of that artistic kind of approach whereas nikki is just kind of like she'll want to make everyone happy but i don't know find something decent for herself she was just kind of middle road i guess not yeah, in a bad way i feel like I don't know. I felt like Gigi was kind of the one driving the selections, basically. Yeah. But I didn't feel like Gigi was being shady. It seemed like she no. was actually trying to like pair people up with what like would help them do well in the challenge. Yeah, yeah. Gigi was very fair, in my opinion. She tried to consider everybody at the end of the day. Not everybody can get the parts that they want. And yeah. I think that they were fair in all their considerations because even Nikki 
she played more of the kind of mellow role, not necessarily the back seat, but she was listening to Gigi and she'd give her, you know, opinion after. And she would jump in and say, oh, you know, what about Widow? So I think they were making fair decisions and considerations. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think the only possible shady choice would have been with Aiden. <laughs> and I, I mean, and for Widow and Aiden, I think it really worked out because I enjoyed them in both of their roles. So mm-hmm. I guess... I guess it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't really... Because Aiden wanted to be the baby, right? I think that was the deal. Or, Aiden wanted to be the pregnant one, I think. I'm the forgetting. The one the widow oh, okay. Mimi. was. She yeah. wanted to be Mimi. I don't know. It seemed like whatever Gigi picked made the most sense, though, after... Because they were all pretty good, really, <laughs> in the challenge. Yeah, they were. <laughs> right. And then, uh, so they get to rehearsal, and Nikki tries to rehearse with Widow, but she's really not having it. And, you know, Widow's still kind of hurt by her casting decision. She wanted to be Black China. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I understand why Nikki wanted to rehearse with her because, like she said in the past, uh, you know, English is not her first language. So improv for her is a little bit more challenging because you have to think on your feet. And then for her, she has to think on her feet and translate to a different language. Right. It makes sense. Like, okay, my English isn't the strongest. So let's try to connect any body language cues, anything to make us do better. Definitely. And I think, you know, it kind of really goes to show um, what the uh, international queens have to go through on the show, like in the past with, uh, you know, a lot of the queens from like Puerto Rico or mm-hmm. from uh, uh, Mexico, other uh, Latin countries. Yeah. No, language barrier can, um, it can harm you if you let it, but you know, everyone can communicate if you're just a nice person. So it's, it's nice seeing the kind of European side of it because usually it is from the um, Puerto Rican Queens or the Latin Queens. And I mean, there's all kinds of languages, right? So it's, it's interesting seeing it be French and, Oh, she speaks so well in the talking heads, but no, in that moment, she does have to process way more. Right. Yeah, she does. And uh, Rue enters the workroom obsessed still with Crystal's hair. Good thing it's attached to her head. <laughs> Is this the first time that Rue's like had like a crush on a contestant? Like, and it's like, I think so. Like campaigning to be with them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Rue just wants that wig. Rue's okay. like, come to my fracking farm. <laughs> my husband and come, I will take care of you. little children. I'll tell you. <laughs> like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. <laughs> come, little children. <laughs> no, Sarah, no. Don't do it, Crystal. Don't go. It's going to be like in like five years, Crystal Methods Drag Race. <laughs> uh, I would watch that. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, RuPaul was feeling her like share half breed moment this week in the workroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pointing that out. I don't know. I was like, this is an interesting choice for RuPaul. <laughs> Something we don't typically see. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ru goes to Nikki's table and starts up with her bullshit. And <laughs> she. <laughs> She was really on one this episode, so I just am going to apologize now because Rue was really getting on my nerves. Uh Uh-oh. 
So Nikki is explaining her role and Rue asks if the baby will speak French. And Nikki says, well, you know, we don't know who the father is. So yeah, she probably will speak some French. And then Rue (laughs) says, well, that's very literal, like kind of abrasively. I think, yeah, I think Rue tries to like push the girls, but some of the comments, because we are used to Rue just kind of talking all the time. Um, it seemed very abrupt, right? I mean, the problem with like the workroom scenes now, it's like so forced sometimes where Rue's like trying to like force like drama when it's yeah. not there. Yeah. Like Jake Yonce style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can see Rue getting mad when she's not getting the response that she was hoping for. Yeah, you can see the frustration. Yeah. But where I'm calling bullshit is because <laughs> on the last episode and even throughout the entire season so far, I think that it was Ross specifically that said that she should incorporate more French into her shtick. So what's good, Rue? Yeah. No, I, yeah, Ross did in fact say that. So I think she's listening to her critiques. So if you don't like her speaking more French, then maybe you need to fire Ross. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things too. It's like, are we trying to trip the queens up or are we forgetting the notes and what the rest of the panel said? Because yeah this is like total pandora box edit where it's like you love the queen but they keep telling her like in critiques and then she'll do what they say and then they're like actually no this isn't good and you're like what the fuck do you want from me (laughs) no more wire hangers (laughs) (laughs) this is so frustrating all right so then you know they go and they shoot the scene so you kind of see behind the scenes but we'll go further in detail later talking about the scene yes so the next day they are in the workroom getting ready for the runway and nikki is really feeling the pressure she says that she is struggling where others are not and that it's because she is french and she wonders if she should even be in the competition yeah of course it must be like super hard to have that pressure because you want to do well for yourself you want to do well for your country your home country you know and really make a name for yourself and it's I imagine it's really hard when you just kind of feel like you don't know which direction to go or what more you could do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just frustrating for sure for her. Then after that, we find out that, you know, Jackie sort of has a similar feeling. Um, she feels that she isn't enough for her mom and is sort of like trapped into these typical uh you know immigrant stories where like the parents bring the kids to america to have a better life for themselves Mm -hmm. yeah middle eastern culture um typically from what we know they're very strict with their kids any international parent it seems they just want those kids to have that american dream that chance that they never had um, maybe in their home countries some people come over here successful that's not everybody's story but the majority of them just want them to be a lawyer be a doctor not a drag queen or not even a i don't know a dj or whatever the kids want to do now soundcloud rapper soundcloud rapper that's the one a tiktok creator i don't know (laughs) tiktok thought (laughs) (laughs) oh man but then after that we also find out about widow's mom who died in a car crash when widow was only 17 years old yeah that was very sad that was widow just wanted she wished more than anything that their mom could have met widow and i'm just like uh yeah that's really tough and how tragic too to like have your I mean, well, just in general to have your mom pass away, but they were like having a disagreement at the time and they never got to mend their, 
you know, argument. So that's just going to stick with you forever. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was that what, too. That's what's tough for sure. Like any situation like that. So sorry, widow. Wow. This has been such an uplifting mom episode. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the moms. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. Well, now it's time to get into the runway. Rue's wearing a sparkly green dress and the same wig that she's been wearing the entire competition. (laughs) I did like the dress. I did notice the repeat hair. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's like Raven, like on vacation, like for three weeks in a row or something. (laughs) I mean, just justice for Delta really, I think is where we are at this point (laughs) in the season. Maybe Rue's trying to create like some kind of new signature with the hair. Like a uniform? Yeah, (laughs) uniform. (laughs) Gotta put on my work uniform (laughs) it's my runway wig yes but but also exciting this week special guest judge normani yes i was so excited about this i blew up motivation um yeah it was one of my top played songs of the year on spotify last year so i yeah this is the second coming. This is going to be Beyonce when Beyonce is gone. Yeah, Jamal listened to it so much. It got to number one on the charts. She's not going to be like Beyonce. She's going to be Normani, but she's showing similar traits. Like this is a young businesswoman. She broke off from Fifth Harmony and she's doing very well as a solo artist. Yeah, that song was a really big hit. So good for her. And I'm excited to see what else she brings in the future, too, because, I mean, clearly she's not done. Yes. Snaps for Normani. (laughs) Yes. So first, let's discuss the Planet of the Capes runway. Who stood out to you or who was the top and who was the bottom? Let's let's get into it. (laughs) Ooh, let me think about my fave for a second. Mm. Well... For me personally, I thought that um, Crystal's look was one of the best. Like, I thought she looked Mm -hmm. on point. The cape was like she completed the challenge. It wasn't some like piece of sheet or whatever that somebody put like on their back. Like, it was a giant cape. I loved the flowers on her head. Her makeup was on point. Like, it was just like, yeah, it was awesome. Crystal's been stepping her game up. So I enjoyed her look a lot. I actually did not mind Britta's look. I kind of wanted it to have a heavier cape, but I love the idea of the chap dress, despite what the judges said. I actually actually enjoyed um, Gigi's a lot. I was getting more like flight attendant, but as soon as she said Troop Beverly Hills, it's like, oh, yeah, I see it completely. So um, good job, yeah. Gigi, again. Troop Beverly Hills, what a thrill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought um, Jada's was really good. Like, she always obviously pulls out the glam. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was really good. And I also like Jan because Jan was like the superhero yeah she was giving us those superhero vibes i appreciated that i i did like jan's outfit my one critique would be that i wanted the parachute slash cape to be a little bit shorter oh a little shorter yeah because when she was running it like didn't really pick up she had to actually like lift it up to have any like uh, motion in it when she was running oh uh, that's true i see that but that was that would be it for her also with jada i really liked her look a lot not much to complain about except for her wig line was a little bit off in the front (laughs) you could see her hair (laughs) did you enjoy those severe shoulders i did definitely like uh lady gaga shoulder pads there (laughs) stupid love yes i think my favorites 
however, would be Jackie Cox. And I really loved her outfit. Like, she looked like a complete princess. Like, very beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and when she puts up the cape, it was was insane. Yeah, that headpiece was gorgeous with the makeup. And it all really came together well on the runway. Yes. And then also, of course, my other favorite was Nikki Doll, even though everyone's like drinking their haterade this week. Oh, because she was wearing a um, piece of tissue for her cape. (laughs) (laughs) I know where you live, bitch. I'll fucking kill you. Please don't send me anthrax. Look, (laughs) I thought Nikki Dolls was good. However, I do agree with the judges that the cape needed some work, like the second cape that she was wearing. To me, that's not going to work, girl. Like how sexier would it have been if it was like a long kind of flowy chiffon type silver cape, like actually a cape that just kind of shimmered and followed her as she walked. Now that would have been like super badass, sexy Marvel, but I just wasn't getting it here. I um, agree and disagree. <laughs> So I agree with when they said that she should have waited to drop her cape. Um, so I think that she should have done that maybe like right before she got to the main part at the end. And so that would have maybe been a little bit better of a show of it. Oh, true. The reveal was too early. Yeah. And, and that was the cape. This is not the cape that's on her dress. Like the cape was her part of her reveal. So when they are like criticizing her for her uh, tool little cape moment or whatever you want to call it that was not the cape like so even even so like she looked beautiful and it's not my fault that the judges aren't cultured enough to know who Joan of Arc is because Joan of Arc is a warrior and that is exactly how Nikki is dressed I guess I'm just so used to the queens like coming out in there oh this is my reveal cloak that I didn't really clock it as a cape because the reveal was too early why because it wasn't written on her cape like um, Trinity oh no I'm I'm assuming like (laughs) I'm saying I am assuming anything that's just wrapped around and then immediately dropped is that reveal cloak i just my thing is it would have been more cool had she had a badass cape underneath the already badass cape she was wearing so you like a cape reveal yeah like i wanted the reveal to be another awesome cape and i think that was very capable because, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> because honestly like i just i don't know like it was just it was it's frustrating because the look to me is really good, but it could have been so much better had she like put in a little more work on the second cape. All right. I mean, I guess. Also, same to uh, Britta. It's like House of a Thousand Tool Capes. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I wish the same for Britta. I wish that cape were a little heavier. It did a little more. It looked like tissue paper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if I had to pick... Like, I think Nikki's was good. I It's more just like nitpicking, really, and saying, like, these are the things that I, th- I think she could have done way better had she just, like, made some adjustments. But if I have to say my least favorite one, it has to be Widow's. Like, I thought Widow's was really bad. Do you think her cape was supposed to be about watermelon? I thought it was, like, some kind of inside-out ladybug. I was, like, I wanted the cape to be off the shoulders and then maybe also do under the arms to make it more dramatic because it was just giving me, like, sad acid flying squirrel. 
I don't yeah. know the whole the whole green and um, pink with the seeds really didn't give me watermelon. I don't know. I mean, now, I her s- hair and makeup's gorgeous. <laughs> I just didn't really understand the cape aspect of the outfit. I think the cape was just it was done wrong. Like it should have been over her shoulders instead. Like to me, the way she had it, that's not really a cape because. Yeah. It's like there's holes in it, like whenever she would raise her arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything else is great. Just that Kate placement is what needed yeah. adjusting. But also, I have to give props because I thought Aiden's look was good this week. So, yeah, um, very I chic. really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's sort of like um, Conquistador meets like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I um, loved it. Yeah, I really love that. And apparently, like the moth that she had, like on her lips, was like a real moth. Ew. Oh. That's what she said. And I was like, that is gross and unsanitary. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked Aiden's look a lot. Um, you know, I enjoy an all black moment. I didn't mind it. I thought, I think it's just like for me, it's very similar to other things she's done. And it was, it seemed kind of simple to me. And then she was just like, oh, let me put this moth in my mouth. And now it's like a look. Yeah. This I, is like <laughs> elevated for her though. I guess that, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying, Stoney. I just appreciate the styling of it. And like black is hard to show on the runway and it didn't yeah. get flushed out at all. I understood the con, I saw the concept. And yeah, so I, I can see why people liked it. It's just not my fave, I guess. But I did want to say real quick about Heidi. I disagree that everyone was like trashing on Heidi's look. I actually thought it was fine. Like, I didn't think it was great or anything. It wasn't bad either. But the judges were like shitting all over it. And I just totally disagreed. Well, I think the problem is the cape was like two different designs, like on one on each side. So I think had she like... I like the side where, like, the inside where you, the part you could see when she was walking down the runway, mm-hmm. but the part when she was walking away, like, I didn't really like that design as much. So I think had it just been, like, the same design on both sides, that would have been a much stronger look for her. I agree with Stony. I didn't think it was that bad. I do agree with the cape adjusting, though. I was thinking maybe the outer part should have been black, kind of matching the bodysuit, and then have that pop of color surprise on the inside. That would have been more dramatic. Right. This is like giving us very like art pop, like <laughs> applause. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, just one <laughs> other comment, too. I thought Sherry Pies was kind of like meh. Oh, her Elvis one? I thought that was a good look. The costume was really good. I thought the costume was really good, too. I think I'm just, like, anti-Elvis or something. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, I like Elvis, so maybe that's it. But I'm also not going to just discount her designer's look because it's Sherry Pie like some other people do. Not on the show. Yeah. No, (laughs) I agree. I thought the Elvis look was really cool. But Crystal takes a cake for me this week. Yes, Crystal. Yes. I liked that one a lot. All right, so let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we will discuss and break down Gay's Anatomy. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Live Saturday night. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to try to say like a Kristen Wiig character, but I blanked. (laughs) Millie. Millie. Millie, 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 Millie. 
Millie. <laughs> Hi, Millie. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> oh, no. No Drake. No Drake. Uh-oh. Stay away, Drake. Social distancing, bitch. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the continued discussion of episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race. You guys were ready to get into Gay's Anatomy. Yes, another fun challenge. Like Seth said earlier, we're getting all the tough challenges thrown at the queens very early into the season. So I had fun watching this one. I'm slightly familiar with Gray's Anatomy, but definitely not a super fan by any means. But yeah, this was a fun one. Yeah, definitely they're getting like uh, more acclimated, I guess, to the acting challenges because they felt like maybe it was the way this one was written or something, but it was way more funny and actually had a cohesive like story somewhat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They did a good job kind of um, sticking to the script and getting deeper into those characters, kind of a little more loose, right? Relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think some people that struggled in the acting challenge were um, Jada. Yeah, Jada was having some line issues at first, and she actually twisted the judge's comment and untucked. We can talk about it later if it comes up, but she was in her head, and that's what the judges meant by we can tell you were thinking about what was going on. She, you could see her processing what was next, so maybe it was a little tough to work with her through that scene. Yeah, and I, I didn't think she was like, terrible either it was more just like compared to everyone else she wasn't as good and you could tell she was kind of a little more robotic but it i didn't think like it was as bad as compared to like other seasons or anything sure yeah that 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 is true i don't think anyone really did bad there were just people that i sort of were like meh or like their performance didn't really stick out for me yeah and agreed that's like for me that was like jada gg um Jackie, I don't know. I feel like those people kind of got lost in in the in the skit. Yeah, I thought Jackie was kind of boring a little bit, and then she I was thought, trying to give us Carrie Bradshaw and Sex in the City. Yeah, and it kind of like ruined it because when Jan came on, she was so much more funny and she just had more personality. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of like ruined it for Jackie. And then I don't know. I thought like Nikki was okay. Okay, like she had some funny moments, but then some flat moments too. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, the people—I'll just say the the people that stood out for me were Nikki, Widow, Aiden, and then Jan. maybe Crystal and Jan. I don't know. I mean, I thought Heidi did out of the those two. Heidi did disappear over Crystal a little bit. I think. Yeah, I agree with Widow. Widow definitely did a good job, and that's usually how it works out. They The queens end up slaying the parts that they didn't want in the first place, and I think that's how you should tackle the challenge. Um, Nikki was funny, but I think she had more flat than not. And Jan was just, she stole the show because Jan is just full of personality and (laughs) she was just screaming, but she was portraying a a character and that relationship with the mom, you can just, you felt the annoyance, you felt the rage and (laughs) she's like, ah, this bitch doesn't love me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Nikki, I guess, I don't know. To me, I don't think there was anything too flat, but um, I think what 
may have caused that for people were was that she was speaking in English and in French. So that was like not as funny maybe because like you don't understand what she's saying. But I mean, I speak French so I could understand a little bit of it. But when she started speaking really fast, like that whole part where she was speaking really fast, I just couldn't understand. It's something about throwing her into the sea or something like that. See, I feel like we've seen this though with our like Latin queens in the past though. Like you can make that kind of language break funny like Rue kind of challenged her and it's like oh that's a little literal but we've seen it done with queens who speak um, Spanish and they can switch it up and give us a little Spanglish moment or make it funny I don't think Nikki's there with her like improv chops is what was more of the issue and you know it's out of her comfort zone I do think she was trying but we've seen the language thing executed well in the past yeah I mean I will agree I don't I think we have seen the language executed better but in the past I don't think it's really been through improv moments mm-hmm. um so I think I don't know I don't I just I I mean I get I get both sides of it like she should be able to just sort of roll with the punches but at the same time like I just she's at a disadvantage so yeah, it's not easy yeah I don't know it's just tough to like really completely hold it against her but at the same time she did pick that role yeah yeah I mean, I don't want to keep, I guess, necessarily talking about Nikki, (laughs) but I thought it was basically just she had some moments that were making me laugh and other moments I thought was like a little bit awkward. So that's really what it came down to for me. Um, One person that I thought was like a little underwhelming or very underwhelming to me was Britta. I think just like Britta which is weird because Britta seems to have like acting like abilities like she seems like she picks up on the lines really well it's just everything she like did in this challenge just was not really that funny to me and it just seemed very forced almost i don't know she just to me was not my favorite i can yeah i can kind of like you can tell that she was in it right i didn't hate britta but it did feel like a little forced but that's also because she knows what she's doing so maybe it was just she is being out there and loud and everyone's just not where she is but yeah, there was a comment she made in Untucked about, you're just like, I don't get why this is happening, but it's like, you might have to polish some things too, you know, even though you feel like you've got this and it seems like you can do these things, but there's still something that's not clicking with the judges. It's weird because it's it's hard for me to put into words because it's almost like she checks all the boxes of somebody who should be like killing it. But then like yeah. when you watch her on the TV, you're just like, it's like, What's this happening? Isn't really that good though. <laughs> and I think Aiden kind of carried Britta through their scenes together. Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> role, the it was reversed that way, wasn't it? Because that came up in Untucked as well when somebody was feeling salty. <laughs> yeah, Aiden as a ghost was so funny. Like that was a <laughs> lot of the moments that I really enjoyed were were Aiden and uh and um Aiden and Nikki and, and Widow. Yeah, I agree. But, Aiden was um, very funny. <laughs> Yeah, and and Sherry Pie was good too. Sherry Pie, I mean, um, did a good job in her acting, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because I've noticed the show has done like a really good job of cutting her out of stuff that I almost like forgot she was even there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't really cut her out of the acting challenge, unfortunately, but yeah, the rest of the time they are doing a good job. It's like, I'll always forget that she's in the competition, like... Yeah. It's like oh yeah like when like when i'm like kind of like when we're kind of like going through like what we should talk about in the show it's like i kind of forget that i should even talk about sherry yeah i don't know 
All right. So that was the skit. So then we are moving on to the judging and just a couple notes on the judging because this is where Rue continued to annoy me. So she, you know, they're asking Nikki, you know, kind of doing her critiques and Nikki's explaining, well, like, you know, I don't speak English. So it's like a little bit more difficult for me to translate. And then at the end of it, Rue's like, you did a really good job. It's just down to small details now like completely like rude she was just like annoyed and like (laughs) upset to be in the studio i guess i didn't read that yeah i didn't read it that way i thought because i thought i was like agreed with her kind of in that sense it was like it was such a good challenge and they all just like so it's like we have to choose someone from this group yeah and kind of like that's how through. I read it as well. That's how kind I of read like it. A, uh, well, you know, it's just kind of like hard kind of sigh or whatever. I don't know. It was about the delivery for me because she cut off what Nikki was saying. Like so many times, like they just cut her off when she was trying to say what was going on. Maybe Rue is having a bad day on the set. I'm not making excuses I mean, for anybody, is- but I didn't read it as that i didn't get that at all but you guys let us know let us know on twitter if you guys thought that if you guys think that i'm too in my feelings (laughs) or uh if or yeah maybe just let me know if i'm too in my feelings i guess i'm just always like i'm always just so triggered when people are like oh it's like how you said something was like okay seriously like when are we gonna get over that like we're all grown, right? Like you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Rue is probably tired too from like all the fracking that she's had to do. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard knock life, girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, of course, we get to the you know shady part where Rue asks who should go home, and Jada says Heidi, and the rest say Nikki. Even Nikki says herself, and is explaining why, and then Rue interrupts her again. I'm like. <laughs> Girl, Rue's uh, patience is non-existent this episode. Um, but you know that Nikki committed the ultimate sin. Never <laughs> say yourself when Rue asks. Like, yeah. any Rue Drag Race fan shit. should know this. Rue I don't know. Hates that shit. Maybe Nikki isn't a fan, but girl, do never say yourself. <laughs> that is true. And I will say that she should have not said herself. But in the same moment, I thought that she was just showing more of her human side. No, I agree. Because we all get that way i think in certain aspects of our life i agree there's always you know one queen here and there that doesn't want to hurt the cast members you know their friends they don't want to say their friend's name even if they know deep down that they should say their name so yeah i agree completely we just saw like a the human side of nikki she doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings and she's not necessarily maybe feeling down on herself but maybe a little disappointed that they didn't think she did better you know very that yeah so uh, the winner of this challenge is Sherry Pie, wow. and the bottom two are Heidi in Closet and Nikki Doll. Uh, Heidi just squeezed in that bottom. Um, I wasn't worried. Um, I don't want to see either of these queens go, but yeah. I mean, I, I I'm okay with Nikki being in the bottom. I would have probably replaced nikki with um britta yeah i could see that because my thing is nikki looked so flawless like her outfit her hair even her makeup was i think the best that we've seen so far on the show of hers i mean you can't tell me that bitch wasn't pretty (laughs) 
I mean, she looked good, but the cape challenge part was a miss, unfortunately. But she looks so pretty. (laughs) I know. I don't disagree. She looks great all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) all the time. So that's like, like, uh, but I could still see how she landed in the bottom because it came down to the performance and the details of, oh, she didn't quite check all the boxes on the runway challenge so that's what got her there and i don't care who was in the bottom two against heidi i was rooting for heidi so rude (laughs) heidi was just serving the feeling and the vibe of the song yeah Yeah. i loved her lip sync i felt the fantasy completely yes so they uh they're lip syncing to normani's song motivation Oop. i mean no no. we're uh lip syncing to heart to break by kim petras I was very confused why we didn't get our Normani song, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they could afford the licensing since she was sitting right there on the judge panel. That's a pretty big song. At the time, though, at the time of filming, I think the song wasn't out yet. Oh. Because I just heard that um, going back through RuPaul's podcast, listening to old episodes. So um, at the time when Normani filmed with Brew and the girls, um, the song was on its way out. Like she was about to go and film the video after Drag Race. Because remember, they like oh. didn't they film season 12 like forever ago, basically? A yeah. year ago. A year ago, yeah, at least. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, the lip sync was good. Heidi and Closet committed the uh, one of the other no-nos of Drag Race and her wig came off. <laughs> Woo, that wig. She popped that shit right back on. She quickly on there, snatched she? it back, though. Yes. And in order to force their narrative, they didn't really focus on that too much so um, that she could look <laughs> better (laughs) listen bitch don't hate Heidi was serving it at least she wasn't throwing her edges into the rafters like Monique Hart did she's getting (laughs) stuck up in the fucking production ceiling she was just in the moment it fell off but I do agree that shit should have been tacked on tighter Miss Heidi I will give it to Heidi though because she snapped that shit back on real quick and like didn't let it bother her at all and she really finished out the lip sync strong it was so quick you almost thought she was like teasing a wig review yeah i was waiting for her dreads to come out like <laughs> like evie's <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways all right you guys let's go into the fantasy league stony what do you have for us this week yes so am i winning um <laughs> this week is a fun week because sherry wins again <laughs> <laughs> oh. damn you sherry pie <laughs> yeah so i guess we'll start off with the queen still on the show so uh myself and jamal both have three queens still on the show Woo! so we get 15 points for that and seth has four queens on the show so he gets 20 points yes nice. um the mini challenge winners were nikki and Gigi. so seth gets 10 points and i get 10 points Woohoo! And then the winner of the bottom two lip sync was Heidi and Closet. So Jamal gets 10 points. Thanks, girl. Good job. Oh, and Jamal got an amended points, right? From last episode? So actually, I did from last episode. Yeah, it was Stony. Because I have Britta Filter on my team, and I did not put that she won the bottom two lip sync. Yeah. Oh, she's on your team, not Jamal's? Yeah, she's on my team. Oh, okay. I forgot whose team she was on, but I was like, wait, nobody got points for Britta. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. So yeah, I get 10 points 
last Yay. week for Britta. Um, so where where does that leave us in the standings, girl? All right. So after five full episodes, Jamal is in last place. No. Oh no. With eighty five points. No. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> And in first place with 120 point is Seth. Really? Yes. <laughs> How so, is this happening? I feel like I don't get any points. I don't know, girl. I'm in second place with 110 points. So I'm 10 points behind you. Uh, we need to start doing better, Team Jamal. I shouldn't have said anything about Britta so I could have had a little bit of a lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i don't know it'll be interesting so actually you lost a queen so all of us will have like three queens apiece going into episode six okay yeah even playing field let's see what happens girls nice all right well let's go ahead and get into untucked we'll try and keep this not too long for you but there is a lot of tea in untucked so um if, if we're losing you and you guys don't like hearing about untucked adios Au revoir. And uh, for those of you that are staying, hi, how are ya? <laughs> what up? <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's just start with the obvious. Britta versus Aiden. What are our thoughts? I think that Britta is in her feelings. Um, she's just kind of like I was saying earlier. She's confused as to why the judges aren't really connecting with her yet. She's going on and on about how she's had most lines and the challenge and gay's anatomy and why doesn't that count for anything? And they're getting on Aiden's case because they kind of feel like Aiden's getting a pass. Aiden's not doing as much. Aiden complains and whines and she's not trying. So I think Britta's just really taking out her frustration on Aiden and it's um, bullshit because, hey, if the judges didn't put her in the bottom, then... You just have to deal with that. And it's going to be up to Aiden to maintain that position going forward. Yeah, I I just don't think it's a good look for Britta. Like Britta needs to focus on her and herself only. Like she's flipping out and like taking out on Aiden. And it's like, girl, your looks have not been good enough. You've not been doing anything outstanding in any of the challenges. So stop like picking on Aiden and like I can get I get why Aiden is frustrated because it's like please just like shut the fuck up about me because I'm doing what I can like you know like it's fine like she's not the best queen but like just leave her alone let her do her thing like if (laughs) if she sucks as bad as you say she sucks she will be going home soon (laughs) right and girl you're not gonna out you're not gonna um outlive that look that green and yellow fluffy ass high heel big bird pineapple reject ass yeah (laughs) i don't know what to call it but girl pineapple yeah you did that aiden did not put that shit on you you did that you can't just look pretty you actually have to nail the assignment as well see what i think what's going on with britta is that she was the big fish in the small pond but now she's on RuPaul's Drag Race and she's the small fish in the big pond. So she's really feeling like the frustrations because she's so used to, you know, being so praised and doing so well. Right. Just because you're booked and blessed in New York City and you're number one here and there doesn't necessarily mean you get that automatically. I will. I would like to read a statement that Britta wrote after the show had aired last night. Oh, she had an iOS press <laughs> release, did she? She did on across all of her socials. <laughs> I bet it was across all of them. And she says, well, Untuck just happened. Face palm emoji. 
I feel good about what I did in the challenge, and I stand by my look on the runway. However, it is obviously not okay to bring one of my sisters down just because I was feeling a certain way. In the moment, I definitely let my sadness and insecurity get the best of me, and instead of embracing my faults, I tried to hide it with overconfidence and aggressiveness. By the way, Aiden, Zane, and I are friends, but at least you can't say this season is boring. P.S. I'm also tired of hearing it. I'm from New York. We get it, Britta. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good that she can acknowledge that. I think that's very big of her to do that. Um, You don't owe anybody anything as a person. But the fact that she wanted to apologize to the viewers and just say, hey, I was just in a shitty, shitty space. I think that's really good of her to do. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. she re-apologized. At least that like <laughs> makes up for like the ways she acted in the Untucked. But you know what? I'm not complaining because Untucked this season has been pretty bad. And this was the first one that I was like, yes, bitch. Oh, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> one where you're just like pouring all the tea in your mouth and you just can't catch it all. It's just like, oh, God, oh, here's some more. Oh, she's and- pissed. Yeah, my favorite moment of the Untuck, though, was Heidi just saying fuck you to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, Heidi had enough. (laughs) Heidi was just over it because you can tell, like, of course, Heidi and Aiden gravitate towards each other um, because they're both from smaller towns. They kind of have that connection. So Heidi was pissed that they were just going on and on about Aiden and this and that. So she popped the hell off. She's like, listen, y'all are disturbing my lip sync practice back here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get it why Nikki and Heidi were upset because they were the bottom two so they're like okay cool but like Aiden's safe you guys like stop picking on her that's not like helping them that's not they're in a different headspace because they're about to lip sync for their life yeah it says a little disrespectful so they were kind of backed into a corner a little bit so I think that's why you know differently you know Heidi was like leave her alone Nikki's like you're like I'm so mad that I'm going home because you're not really putting as much effort as I feel like I am so yeah so that was a doozy (laughs) yeah I Nikki did say that but hey the judges they they place Aiden where they did and I don't see any of them suggesting or volunteering to go and disagree with Rue or any of the judges so there's that tea right and it's like should Aiden just like sacrifice herself just because these other bitches have a problem with her? Yeah. Should like, Aiden no. actually get roasted? <laughs> and it's because, you know, Aiden decided to say, Oh, I should send myself home. I, I did like that Aiden stood up for herself though, because I would be annoyed by it too. Cause you can t- tell, like it almost seems like she doesn't say anything. Cause she just doesn't want to open the door for people to jump down her throat. Right. It's like, don't keep reminding me that I'm a piece of shit. If I may be feeling that about myself already, like I'm just on the show trying to grow like everyone too right to shift the conversation i really like nikki's pep talk with heidi that was cute i did love that moment yeah that was really cute you know heidi was kind of feeling down it's like we know you can kill a lip sync but you know of course she was feeling nervous about it Mm -hmm. and uh and i and i like the sisterhood between those two it's really cute she's like no bitch you go fight and you do this 
I always love those moments on the show because we hear from past queens of the show that it's just very long days between filming and the challenges and all the work that they do in such a short period of time. It feels like forever for us because we're seeing an hour and a half every week, but this was just a very time crunch tight schedule shooting the show. So everybody is just probably mentally and emotionally drained. So seeing them lift each other up is always a good moment. Right. And then just the last kind of thing that I wanted to touch on is about Nikki feeling, she said she felt like a prisoner trapped in her own body because of the language barrier. And I could really, I can sort of understand that because when I was like traveling and I was in a country where my first language was not the one being spoken, I sort of had that feeling myself because it's like you kind of want to like interact with people and be able to speak to people wherever with whichever country you're in but at the same time like my my french speaking is so limited even more than her english speaking Mm -hmm. um you know but it's like it's just kind of frustrating because you like feel like you're kind of like on the outside trapped kind of like what she said yeah that's totally a real feeling i would just tell nikki to you know don't Don't put that much pressure on yourself because we see that human side of you. Like if people are being nice to each other, people are going to help you communicate. People are going to work to understand you and not just say, oh, here's this dizzy French bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. That's just like so inappropriate. So but that insecurity level is there. So just kind of pushing yourself to make the effort so people can see. I think when people see you try it like warms them up to you and they want to bring you in and help you more. But it takes, it takes a while to get to a point where you can do that, you know? Yeah. And I think she did well in the show because she does have a fan base. I was looking in the comments of her, uh, of the lip sync on the Instagram and a lot of people were really upset to see Nikki go. Yeah. So, um, I understand she was having trouble like translating what was going on inside of her to be seen by the judges and things like that. But I think that she will be a loved queen and that she will, you know, have a very successful drag career. Yeah. I think she's a pretty strong all-stars candidate. But not too soon, producers. We know you're listening. Yeah. Well, supposedly the calls have started going out for All Star Six, so Oh God. That's what I hear. <laughs> oh <that>. Jesus. <laughs> so, um yeah. So just to round out the show, we have another listener question this week. And this week it comes from the Will Jameson. Hi. Hey girl. And uh Will asks us. If you were trapped in quarantine with any of the contestants, which would you choose? Oh, (laughs) interesting. Of the remaining contestants? I think it could just be anyone in the season. Oh, interesting. Who wants to go first? I can go first. I think I would like to be in quarantine with Heidi in Closet just because she's so funny. (laughs) And you know she would be able to cook good for you. Yeah, so... I don't know. I just need to be entertained. And I feel like I could listen to Heidi speak a lot. So, (laughs) Yeah, she would definitely make it not so boring. (laughs) Oh, um, oh, my gosh. This is (laughs) so much pressure, girl. I know this is harder than I thought it would be. I think for me, while you think a little bit more, 
it's between Crystal and Nikki Doll, who I would choose because Crystal is just like a little bit more entertaining uh, and funny and silly. Uh, Nikki is like pretty and I would like speaking French with her, but I think I'm going to go with Crystal because she's just so wacky and out of there, out of, you know, off the wall that... I just wouldn't know what to expect day to day. Yeah, I was I kind like of that. torn between Jan and Crystal because Jan is like good energy. She would tell me to open the curtains. It's too dark in here. <laughs> she would start screaming at you. <laughs> I also feel like Jan, like, would you be annoyed if Jan just like doesn't ever tone it down? <laughs> you know, I probably would. No, but I think Jan would be fun. But in the end, I think that Crystal is very like kooky. And that's like the kind of energy I would want to be around. And yeah, I don't think I would ever be bored at any part of my day. Yeah, she would just be so fun. Maybe she could paint our faces. Yeah, maybe she'd do that. She'd ask me if I was done with those emails yet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, can we go play now? Like, I I get that from Crystal. So I'm going to say Crystal as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, good question, Will. Thanks for sending that in. If you have any other questions, listeners, feel free to send those in. Yeah, this was a fun week. Uh, Next week is Snatch Game. (gasps) Snatch Game. I completely forgot. It's episode six. It is. I must have missed the preview. Yeah, they showed a couple rando previews before what was going on in next week. (laughs) We definitely missed those. Oh my God. Snatch Game. Trying to get back to Tiger King or something. It's okay. I don't really want to be spoiled on who anyone's picking. So don't tell me. Well, they didn't really show anything. So I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, I'm really excited to see that next week. So tune in, subscribe. And until then, bye. 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 Go to my island, bitch.